hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peep Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show we're going to discuss what are what's what what there are three areas that are, are really hindering your progress in 2023. So everybody every one of us want to go to the gym, we want to go and do our cardio, we want to attack our goals and we want to set goals that we can achieve. But what are the areas that are really, really a struggle for most people? And today I'm going to talk about just kind of the top three areas I see across the board that I see time and time again that clients really struggle with. And I think that we can really delve into these today and and, and give you a better understanding of these three areas that maybe you can potentially start to understand these areas, start to say, okay, now I fully understand that and I know how to go about achieving my goals and I have a better understanding of these three areas and the very first area we want to talk about is the lack of understanding when it comes to calories so what we need to understand is understand and you've heard this many many times and people get sick of hearing it is energy balance is the key to weight loss weight gain maintain weight so energy balance basically means the amount of energy coming in from calories you take into the body and then we've also got energy going out of the body through expenditure steps neat non-exercise thermogenesis moving around fidgeting in and working and all that kind of stuff and you've got your training as well so you've got your calories coming in which is the amount of energy you're taking in from food and you've got the calorie going out your expenditure from walking every day doing cardio every day going weight training and just your general activities as you move about in the day so that's your energy balance and that can be swayed either in a negative balance where you have less energy coming in and more energy going out hence potentially you'd lose weight or you've got um, a maintenance energy like a leveling off energy think for weighing scales it's it's an even uh, balancing act where you you have an even energy balance where your body is you're taking in the exact same amount of calories that's expending and your body stays the same weight and then you've got the opposite side where you've got an, a positive energy balance where you have more energy coming in than you have going out meaning you'll stay the same weight or potentially gain weight so when it comes to calories calories are energy energy from foods we eat think of the energy from and different types of food carry different energy levels so carbohydrates car- carry four calories per gram per gram weight of the carbohydrates you consume protein four uh, calories per gram of the weight consumed and fats then consume are, are, are nine calories per gram so we need to understand that that it's four four nine is the three numbers i want you to think about so when we consume a food say for instance you consume an apple an apple is basically a carbohydrate it's a form of sugar for the body called fructose the weight say the weight of the apple uh you multiply that by the calories you you're you're you're, you're um consuming so if say the apple is for instance 50 grams of weight and it's four calories per gram and it's a carbohydrate your apple is going to be approximately now it's not exact because every single thing that's inside in the apple is not just carbohydrates but for instance it's roughly approximately going to be about a hundred 150 to 200 calories for that apple so that's what we need to kind of think um when it comes to the foods we consume that's where the calories are coming from now if we eat highly dense highly calorific foods say foods that are very high in saturated fats and processed foods they're going to be very high calories so you're going to have a little amount of food for a very high calorie amount so you could have say a ready-made meal that is very very small and it doesn't feel too big when you eat it 
that could have a lot of fat in it. So remember nine calories per gram. So if there's 30 grams of fat there, straight away within that meal, you're going to have upwards of 270 calories only from fats that are within it. Then we have to look what else is in it. There might be proteins, there might be carbohydrates, and all these will add up the calorie figure. So you could have a very small meal for a, a lot of calories. So we need to understand what's on our plate. That's why at the start, when you're trying to understand how much to consume, you need to understand what is in the food you're consuming. <clears throat> now, you could come along and make this not, I wouldn't say easy because tracking in MyFitnessPal is not easy. But what you could do is you could come along and learn how to use MyFitnessPal where you can scan a piece of food or weigh a piece of food and input that into MyFitnessPal app. And it will tell you the amount of calories you're consuming from that particular food. Say, for instance, we go, we'll go on an example here. You're making a sandwich. You're going to have um, a chicken breast in the sandwich, say a good piece of chicken, or we'll say just make it even simpler. You're going to have a packet of chicken and you open up your packet of chicken and you pull out four slices of chicken, for instance. You put that in the weighing scales and it's 10 grams. You input that into my fitness pal. You scan the barcode of the packet, which is a feature of my fitness pal. And then you put in the amount you're using of that entire packet because the barcode is the packet. So then you say four slices. And then that tells you how many calories you're getting from that. Then you pull out your two slices of bread. You scan your packet of bread. The bread is in the database. Then you put in you having two slices. And again, your 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 MyFitnessPal will calculate that for you. And you do the exact same. I wouldn't be worried too much about salads or vegetables or weighing any of that kind of stuff. Just the main bulk, the main carbs and protein sources, like your chicken that would be there, like your bread that you'd use. And maybe then if there's a dressing or mayo that you're using, you scan it. And you then what you do is, if you've got a jar of mayo, you put it up in the weighing scales and it says 400 grams for the entire jar and you say okay i'm going to pull out a little bit here and you put it on your bread and we'll say it goes from 400 down to 375 in weight you've now used 25 grams of that mayonnaise you scan the barcode and you enter 25 grams of the mayonnaise you've used so that is the easiest way that i would say for you to actually start to learn about nutrients and the density of a food you're eating and get an idea what you're actually consuming on a daily basis. Now, if you're starting at a very base level and you and that's something you've never done before, the most important thing with your diet and understand calories is just improve the food that's coming in first. That's the very first trick. Improve the foods coming in, one ingredient foods, good, high quality, nutrient dense foods, get them into your diet, plenty of vegetables, two portions of fruit per day, two to three liters of water per day, making sure you're getting protein in every single meal. And remember now to understand what these are that's really important as well so when it comes to your macros you have to understand that your protein sources and again this is where the requirement for you as as as, as a person that wants to achieve a goal has you have to do a small bit of research and a small bit of education here so type into your your google search protein dense foods and you get a list print that off put it on your fridge put in um uh, uh nutrient dense carbohydrate foods and you put the, get the, print the list off, put it up in your fridge. Um, then you look at uh, good quality sources of fats. Put, a, put Print out your list, put it up in your fridge. And now you've got lists of foods. So now all you have to do is start to eat these foods. Add in some vegetables with them. Add in a couple of pieces of fruit per day. Make sure you're getting plenty of water. And then after that, just look after your sleep and your and, and your your um your stress levels within your daily um and your day and your week just look look within that and and, and just keep them as as low or at, at bay as best you possibly can so what i want you to really think about now is 
that if you start to do that and literally just print these foods and put them up in your fridge and start to make some meals from it, you've already improved your diet. Now, you don't know exactly yet what your calories are. So what I want you to think about now is that you you start to consume these foods, get used to it, and then you can start to portion out and maybe start to learn about, okay, how much calories are in a chicken breast? So I'm having a chicken breast for lunch. I just searched that. It's 200 calories. Okay, I know that, that my dinner, I've, I, I know if when I have a couple of potatoes and I've had 200 grams of potatoes, I can type that in and find out how much that is. I can add them all together and I know that meal is roughly around five or 600 calories. So then you know when you have a couple of meals a day, you're roughly coming in around, 15 to 1800 calories and you can just see how your body weight reacts to that now the other side of it as well is you can just start to improve your diet eat your normal diet you don't have to track anything track your weight your measures and you take a couple of photographs and then two weeks later with with the implementation of a bit of training and a step count see how your body weight reacts if it doesn't react in, in the way you want it to portion control Let's go slightly less in your portions and what i would say when you choose a portion to go less on either your fats your carbs and eat a little bit less of them and off you go and try that and then see how the body weight reacts then you know straight away you don't even have to be tracking calories in because you're hitting your nutrients and then you're just reducing your portions and suddenly your weight is starting to change you're 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 obviously doing your your step count your training and then you're suddenly seeing the results so you've actually managed your calories without even knowing any figures um, and the key thing is just sticking to the basic principles of having a portion of protein in each main meal having some vegetables in each main meal having carbohydrates when you're most busy and most active in the day hence going for training or going for your walks runs whatever you're doing putting carbohydrates around that time and if you're sitting in a seated job all day you're not going to eat a lot of carbs so protein fat based um so just looking at it that way so that would be something i would suggest in terms of understanding where how you tackle it from the start that brings us on to our next point and and just being unsure of what type of training you should be doing either weight training or cardio or running or walking or what should you be doing so when it comes to that we know that to increase our metabolic weight and our metabolic weight basically means it's our body's ability to burn calories at rest so your body when it's just resting is you want it to be able to utilize calories so that's what we want to bring up our resting metabolic rate. So by adding in some resistance training, weight training, and it doesn't have to be you going into the gym like a bodybuilder, just going in, hitting the gym two times per week at a base and maybe three if you can and doing some form of weight training. That could be a class that is weight based or it could be you going into the gym yourself, just doing full body sessions two to three times per week that and, and, and progressing it starting with a low volume, not going crazy in terms of the amount of sets and reps you do, two sets of every, for every body part, eight to 12 reps, start there, and then you can increase your volume and you can increase your intensity. So the volume would come from increasing the amount of sets you're doing or the amount of reps, and the intensity would come from increasing the weight that you're lifting. So progressively over a number of weeks, slowly start to increase these. And then the other side of it, what I would say, we're now targeting the muscular system. So increasing, trying to increase our lean body mass. So increasing our muscle tone. And then on the other side, we're going to try to improve our cardiovascular health or aerobic system by adding in some cardio. Now, I would suggest whatever cardio suits you. If you if you like low level cardio, I would suggest starting with that and building a good solid aerobic base. That's your kind of low level six to seven out of 10 intensity duration of about 30 to 40 minutes add that in about two to three times per week so then in total you're lifting some weights you're doing some cardio improving your cardiovascular health you're improving your your muscle tone and your lean tissue 
and you progress that over time. The cardio can be progressed by the, the duration, how long you do it for, or the intensity. So you might go for slightly higher intensity. Maybe you started off with some low-level jogging. You might add in some faster pace runs. You might increase your distance on your runs. You might be doing your cardio in a rower, a salt bike, a spin bike, where you can increase the intensity and really push your heart rate up a bit higher so you can start to mix that. So that's what I would suggest when it comes to training. Always have in there, guys, some basic core training from your planks to your side planks to something in rotation like a wood chop. And if you look up all these exercises, have that as a baseline as well in every session and making sure when you go to the gym, you're warming up properly, prepping your body for the work that's ahead. And the same with your cardiovascular work. You're warming the body up well and prepping it for the work that's ahead. And again, when it comes to our first point, when you talk about nutrition, remember your training. Your body needs fuel to train. So you need to make sure you're well hydrated. And if it's a resistance training, it's predominantly going to be burning carbohydrates. So making sure you're having something prior to lifting your 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 going into the gym or your class. And that could be something as something with a piece of fruit with a bit of peanut butter, like a banana, a bit of peanut butter, where you get a bit of fat and protein and also a bit of carbohydrate. Fantastic. If you if you're somebody who wants just a light meal before you go in, you could have a little small bowl of granola with a bit of yogurt before you go in something like that and then post training again the same having a portion portion of protein some carbohydrates and rehydrating your body again so that's what i would suggest on the training side and when it comes then guys to our last point consistency on a daily and weekly basis when it comes to behaviors and habits are something that is required to make progress and something i feel people really struggle with and the reason they struggle with that is because they set too many things at once. So what I would suggest you do if you're struggling to get a routine, set behaviors on a daily basis and set habits, we've got a couple of key areas we need to actually dial in on. And I want you to really start thinking about this now. The very first point I want you to do is get a diary to write down the five actionable points that you have to do today. So you're getting up tomorrow morning and you're saying, right, what five things do I have to do today? You're writing them down and your objective then is to tick each box by the end of the day. That's the first thing I want you to do. The second thing is I want you to set up one habit and one behavior. So a habit that you have to do every single day, and that could be something as simply as drinking two liters of water, going doing eight to 10,000 steps, going to the gym three times a week. But I want something you're doing every day. So I would say something like a step count, something like having protein at every meal, something like drinking two liters of water a day, that's one habit that you need to um, say, right, that's something I can do easily. So it's an attainable, actionable habit if there's an action required to do it. So you're now setting an actionable, attainable behavior and habit that you can consistently do over the week. And we're only going to set one per week. And then we're going to work each week and stacking on top of that and adding to it. And then from that, you're going to start to build these behaviors and they're going to be in your subconscious and they're going to be reactive. They're just going to be something you normally do when you don't even think about it anymore. And that's where you want to get to with a behavior and habit. So once we work on it that way and we're consistent, then you're going to see progress. Then you're going to see results. And what's going to happen there? Motivation is going to rise and you're going to want to stack more habits and behaviors on. You're going to want to go to the gym. You're going to want to go for your cardio workouts. You're going to want to do your steps. You're going to want to eat healthier. You're going to, you're going to see changes in your body. Your energy goes up. Your stress goes down. Your sleep improves. 
your body composition improves. So everything improves, both mentally and physically. And suddenly you're, you've got an inner drive and an intrinsic drive to even get more results and more results and more results. And you start believing in yourself. So that's the key area I would suggest when it comes to lack of consistency and building daily habits and behaviors. So guys, that's the three areas I feel that most people will fall down on in 2023 and fail to make as much progress as they should do. So what I want you to think about now is, Remember, when it comes to understanding your calories and macros, there's a small bit of education on your point that has to be done. Don't get overwhelmed by calorie figures and exact figures and all that kind of stuff. Get the basics right. And you can listen back on previous podcasts on macros. Then when it comes to ensuring the right type of training, you need to be doing some resistance training two to three times per week. Some cardio work of your choice two to three times per week. And after that, you should be pretty in a pretty good space. Making sure each day as well with your training, you have a decent step count that you're always kind of thinking about moving around somewhere between seven and 10,000 steps per day is perfect, but be consistent at the figure you can do. And then when it comes to daily habits and behaviors, remember we're setting one per week and we're also setting five daily tasks, areas that we really need to tick each day. And from that set point, then it puts you in a great position in terms of being consistent and not putting too much undue stress on yourself but it starts you out on a basis of okay one step at a time and then from there you'll see that you're going to get results you're going to be consistent and things will improve for you massively so hopefully that was helpful guys and again it's an area i see all the time that people struggle with and it's something that i help a lot of people with and all we do is we sit down and we strategize we set targets but we don't go and set five or six we set one at a time and we aim to hit that once we hit that we move to the next so that's the most important thing that's how we're going to build consistency that's what's going to really help us move forward so that's something that um, is hugely hugely beneficial and that's something i want you to really think about as well with your training um so Hopefully that was helpful, guys. Hopefully you can take something from it, add it to your own training. Hopefully that inspires you to educate yourself around calories, around food and food types and food quality. Educate yourself around the training. Find the training that you like as well. When it comes to resistance training and lifting weights, a lot of people don't like just to go to the gym and do it themselves. So you might go into semi-private group training with maybe two to four people. You might go into a one-to-one setting with a coach or you might go into a class which is weight-based. So there's going to be some form of weight training within that class session. That could be something you could do. And again, you find what works for you within the resistance training. You find what works for you within the cardio training. And then you start to enjoy it and you look forward to going to the gym, doing your cardio. Look forward to going up for your steps. So you change up your walk every, every, every couple of days, different routes you go into your town or you go into your park or your mountains or whatever and you mix that around so you're always in a different environment so the body doesn't get used to it and it's good it's stimulating as well for you as you're walking or running or whatever you're doing and the same with training because you're going to have a train if you're going to the gym yourself you're going to have a training program you run that for a certain amount of weeks and then your coach gives you a new program and then you kind of a, a new look again you're feeling good and you're looking forward to starting a new program and off you go again so that's why mixing up your programming say every eight to ten weeks is a good idea changing it around just changes your kind of motivation a little bit towards your training and keeps it nice and fresh for you again with classes the same then classes can be evolved every week and you you have a different kind of a setup every week and you really enjoy that so it keeps you guessing keeps the body guessing and just keeps you a bit entertained so again guys hopefully that was helpful and something you can take into your own training educate yourself on your foods enjoy your training sessions and again, one habit at a time. And I can guarantee you set yourself up for the, the real progress that you really should be making in 2023. And again, guys, hopefully that was helpful. If it was, I would appreciate if you would tag the podcast 
in your social media stories. Just screenshot the, 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 the post of the podcast and I would really appreciate that if you would tag myself at coach.bobbyinwright and also tag peakperformance.academy um, I would really really appreciate that because it helps just get the word out to other people that are really struggling in 2023 and, and as I say we're always here to help and again guys true if anybody's looking for coaching or anything like that all the details are in the show notes don't be afraid to contact me directly um, all the email and all the contact details are in the show notes so again guys thanks a million for listening to another episode of reach your peak podcast have a fantastic week and hopefully you're absolutely smashing your goals in 2023 and, he, and, and, and I'm signing out now and goodbye and have a great week from your host, Bobby Enright.